Dylan! Roz! It is a Saturday morning recording. We don't usually do these. I don't know what mornings are. Can you explain to me what these are in, like, a more detailed scientific way? Well, Dylan, you know those hours before 1 p.m. where you're usually asleep? No. Well, you're usually asleep, so I guess that makes sense. But this is the morning, Dylan. Oh! So wait, is this why people complain about Starbucks lines and coffee? Yes, yes. I've got my coffee right here. I've got a good for you. I don't drink coffee, so all y'all are dumb. (laughs) I I love I I love it, and I'm well. You're addicted to it now. It's it's an addiction. It's like the most modern day addiction known to man is caffeine, Mm -hmm. and it's delicious, and I love it. I'll take a word on that. So before we dive into this week's episode, Dylan, we had homework last week. Yes, we did. Um, we were charged by the movie gods themselves. Yes. AKA us. Um, yes, we are the movie gods. We are the movie gods. And, um, we were, we charged each other with watching a movie. Yes. Um, I was charged with watching one of your love movies from last week, A Knight's Tale. And I was charged with watching Uncut Gems, which I did watch. Wait, no shit. My bit. I ruined the bit. (laughs) You forgot about your bit. bit. You forgot about your bit. (laughs) I was going to do a bit. No. Well, Poor Dylan. I ruined my bit. Shit! Um, I was so gonna you... lead it on just being like, this shoe has been properly seasoned, delighted, sided with f- potatoes, and it won't be eaten by me, it'll be eaten by my cat. And then because drop you, shoe. Because you watched the fucking movie. I watched so, the fucking movie. Yeah, you're what, right, that man makes no right decisions. I know, no good choice. I'm just yeah. like, just, just drop off the money, just do it, pay off the debt, you're mm-hmm. fine, you can start again later. No, don't bet on the game! No, quit gambling, Howard! <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, I thought I at the end, though, it was going to, like, turn around and be, like, all, like, da, 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 good guy with bam. And I'm like, nope. Oh, nope. No. Oh. <laughs> nope. Um, all right, quick, re- what did you think of Night's Tale? It was good. I think it was, Thank a, you. It was It was a little messy, but I liked it overall. It's not meant to be, like, this, like, Shakespearean no, oh, yeah. tale. It's so fucking great, though. I love it. I love it so much. I, I, re- I really appreciate how Bob, Paul Bettany shows his bare ass three times in the first <laughs> ten minutes. <laughs> I was like, okay, is this just going to be his thing? Is he just going to get naked the whole time? Oh, uh, Paul Bettany. <laughs> um, but we are not here to talk about A Knight's Tale and Uncut Gems this week. We have our own very special topic that we're going to be discussing today. And you ruined the rules, man. You're not supposed to tell me prior. You told me prior. I know, but I wanted you to come prep because this one's a little one that, you know, yeah. you need a little bit of research on. Yeah. But we will get into that and more on this week's episode of... The Binge Picture Podcast. Welcome back to the Binge Picture Podcast, the podcast where each week, the well, really, it's two of us right now. The two of us are supposed to watch every movie that has won Best Picture at the Oscars in a completely random order. But with Caleb out on paternity leave, um, Dylan and I are not doing that. We are yeah, just stalling uh, for time. <laughs> we're not stalling for time. This is the this is what I've always wanted. This is the format I've wanted. Random yeah. chaos, as always. I'm just planting the seeds, Ross. You don't know it. I've been subliminally mind mess- messing you, and then <laughs> I don't know. It's too early. My brain don't work. I, I, as Dylan has just said, I am one of your hosts, and I'm hope, Dylan, hope, the other host, the angry boy. <laughs> I, oh, I didn't even, I didn't get to put my qualifiers in. Oh, oh okay, I'm Coffee. sorry. I am coffee drinker, early waker-upper, person who was supposed to run this morning but didn't because it was raining, Ross Benbenek. It's rain on your side? Oh, it was fucking pouring this morning. I got nothing. But beside the point, I'm the angriest boy, the man who does know the hours before 1 p.m. I am Dylan Bateson. All right, Dylan. So, as you said earlier, I did tell you what the topic this week was going to be. Hui! Um, because this one is kind of a little bit more of a... You need, we need to think about this one. Yeah. Um, so, it is now... I should have j- clarified a question, and I'm sorry to interrupt you, but the uh, question... Yeah, need, uh, the, the clarifying question is, is, is there a particular order these need to be in? Um, I put mine in a ranked order. I don't think... you, you Okay, don't I, I you put don't mine to. in, like, a pseudo-ranked order, just uh-huh, because, okay. like, um, you know... Yeah. So we are now in, let's see, it is today, 
As of recording this, it is July 10th, 2021. We are a little over halfway through the year. We've had some good movies this year. 2021's been solid so far. We've had No Sudden Move, Judas and the Black Messiah, um, In the Heights. We've had some good movies this year, but we're looking ahead. Demon Demon Slayer Mugen Train. I know you mm. don't know what that one is, but I'm going to I know it. what it is. I haven't seen it. No, you don't. You don't know what it is. You don't it's know an the anime. pain. It's Shit. an anime. <laughs> but um, we do a lot of looking back here at the Binge Picture Podcast, looking at movies that have already come out. But we're going to be looking ahead today. We're going to be looking ahead at the five movies that we are most looking forward to for the rest of 2021. Yes. To, yeah. Okay. I was going <laughs> to you were just kind of sitting back, and I was I, like, uh. I, I, just, I just dazed. I, I looked off into a distance, and I'm like, oh shit, I'm recording. It was, it was like, uh, Dylan, you realize we're recording, right? We're supposed to be talking. Uh, <laughs> I don't um, have Caleb here to fill the awkward silences. <laughs> <laughs> Caleb, come back. We miss you. <laughs> Let's not go that far. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so I made mine a ranked list, five through one. Um, yeah. So you said I you can have a I can order. do that real quick. I can do that real okay. quick just because um, I looked at things. Okay. So do you want me to start off then with my yeah? Number I want five? I want you to start off because I think. Oh wait, no. We let Magic Rocks decide. Oh shit! Where are my Magic Rocks? Magic Rocks. Magic Rocks. Aha! A bag of them. I found, I found my. Them. Are we doing D twenty like last time? Yeah, let's just do a D twenty. Okay. Uh, I got. What are you? I got a seventeen. Crap. 17. All right. Do I want my blue and purple or do I want my orange and yellow? Orange and yellow. Orange and yellow. Okay. You so say you rolled a 17? I rolled a 17. I rolled a 7. Ah, my turn. Okay. So, the first movie in my, like, expansive list, like, if we're going from the one I'm just like, meh, about, to like, huh, um, I'm going to pick uh, the second uh, Venom movie. Venom, dude. I'm gonna pick the second Venom movie just because, like, I the first one was like bad, but like whenever Tom Hardy was on screen and like he interacted with, he just basically did mm. a self portrayal of himself, like talking yeah. about Venom, and yeah. I'm just like, okay, that made the movie a lot better, but the plot was crap in the first one, so I'm just, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm waiting to see where this second one goes because mm, it seems interesting. Enough. It seems like they're embracing the fact that oh, we know this isn't very good, but we're just going to have a lot of fun. Well, yeah, that's the point of, like, superhero movies. I feel like that's where people have kind of gotten lost in, like, this whole mm-hmm. Marvel kind of shtick, where it's like, yes. everyone that must be unified and have this dynamic plot. I'm like, nah. Yeah, not everything has to be like that. Marvel does it great, but everybody else is trying to copy it. I would even it, say, it, like, they, they're kind of falling apart right now, man. Like, their world think, building kind of sucks. See, well, what's going to happen, I think, with Marvel is they're going to start going downhill because they had 10 years of setup where they didn't think any, everything was going to work, and now they are so sure everything they do is going to work. They're going to rush through things, and oh, yeah. the quality is going to go downhill. Oh, yeah, no, like, it's super formulaic, and that's why I'm so goddamn done with it. Mm-hmm. Like, that's yeah. why, like, I don't care for, like, Black Widow and all that. Like, I'll watch Loki because I hear it's great, and I'm just uh, waiting yeah, for it to I, fill out. But, like, it's not it's not my cup of tea anymore. I really mm-hmm. wish they would just been like, we're going to put everything on Disney+, Plus, sell that, and then stop making movies for like five years. Yeah, if they took a five-year break and came back with some new stuff, that would be fun. Well, um, because but, you know, it's, End- it's, it's Disney and it's Marvel, and they're not going to fucking stop. It's like Endgame was just like the, like, I need a cigarette after the sex I just had for the past 12 years <laughs> of these movies. Yeah. Um, so Venom, Let There Be Carnage, directed by um, a person... We really like on this podcast, Mr. Andy Circus. Thank you, Andy. Um, starring Tom Hardy as Venom, Woody Harrelson as Carnage, which is just going to be ridiculous. Oh, it's going to be fantastic <laughs> in every way. Be, I mean, you saw the post credit scene in the first one, right? That There's going to be Carnage. <laughs> There's going to be Carnage. Yeah. And that wig was awful. Oh, the wig I was loved it. I loved terrible. it. <laughs> Oh, and apparently, um, well, this is just letterboxed, so this probably is not true, but J.K. Simmons and Tom Holland are listed on the cast list on letterboxed. I, I could see it. more J.K. Simmons than Tom Holland. I could see J- I could say, see Simmons coming in as J. Jonah Jameson, but I doubt Tom Holland shows up. Oh, yeah, 100%. Um, You're up, buddy. What you got I'm for up? me? All right. So, number five, the only superhero movie on my list. Yeah? It comes out in a month. Oh, Suicide Squad? Yeah, the Suicide Squad. I'm I'm for it. I'm actually I'm, for it. I'm like, very excited for the Suicide Squad. Same, um, because like James Gunn captures that wacky mentality. Yes, and like I feel like it's going to be that very wacky mentality where I've kind of guessed the plot. You know how there's like that first team in the beginning, 
Like with yeah, like, like Jai Courtney and all that, and like uh-huh. um, they're all gonna, gonna die. Fucking die. They're Everybody's gonna, gonna die, die. except Harley yes. Quinn and and Flag and Flag. Yeah, fl- like at the end of the movie, it's just gonna be Harley Quinn, Flag, and probably Idris Elba and John. No, Cena. no, no. That's I probably meant like the, I meant the first team, like the one with like mm. all like like, like you uh, got Pete Davidson. You, yeah, Pete Davidson, like mm-hmm. Jai Courtney, like that first team in the Weasel. They're all just gonna get blown up, and I'm like, well, I think they're all like lumped together in one team at a certain point, but I think that's the group that's gonna die are. early. I don't think they are. Well, like, so wait, like, I'll let you talk about why you're excited for this movie, and then we can talk semantics about it real quick, mm. because I realized I interrupted you. Oh, no, no, you're good. Um, So, I mean, it's James Gunn. James yeah. Gunn's great. He's made Guardians. Guardians 2. Like, he's he he perfectly nails the ensemble wackiness. Oh, yeah. And, and that's Which is what, something that the Suicide Squad needs, because it's a ridiculous concept. Well, yeah, it's great, and it's also just this, like, the first one was just, like, everyone needs their time to shine. I'm like, no. You just mm-hmm. you need Sylvester Stallone as a shark done. You need rat. <laughs> hand. Hand. <laughs> I yes, like how everyone. I like. I like how everyone like in like these kind of movies now just needs this like um this like goofy character who yes. always says like a word because yes. like it's Groot and now it's shark. I was I was watch. I knew Stallone was in the cast list and that first trailer came out and I was looking for him. I was looking for him and then the shark went like hand and I was like. There's no fucking way that's Stallone. <laughs> There's no way that's Stallone. And then, like, five minutes later, James Gunn tweets out all those cast posters. Yeah. And it's like, Sylvester Stallone is King Shark. And I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> I need to see this movie immediately. His brother's the weasel guy, right? James Gunn's yes, brother's the yes, weasel Sean guy. Sean Gunn is the weasel. He, with... he played Rocket, like, the stand-in Rocket. Yeah, he didn't do the voice, but he was, like, the onset stand-in. That'd be awkward if, like, he, he Bradley Cooper's like, where's my voice? Ah, we just had it as backup. My brother's going to do it. <laughs> All right. Um, so, yeah. Um, I just want to run through this cast list real quick before we yeah. move on. It's That's insane. cool. We got Margot Robbie, Idris Elba, John Cena, Joel Kinnaman, Sylvester Stallone, Viola Davis, Jai Courtney, Peter Capaldi, David Dasmalkian, um, Michael Rooker, Pete Davidson, Nathan Fillion, Sean Gunn. Nathan um, Fillion's in this? Yeah, Nathan Fillion's in it. He plays TDK. I believe it stands for, like, the detachable kid or something. He can, like, oh detach God, his arms. Oh, my God, he's the guy without the arms. Yeah, he can, like, detach his arms and beat people with them. It's oh, my incredible. God, that's him? I wondered yes. who that was for, the, like, the longest time. I was like, who are you? Mm-hmm. And um, Taika Waititi so far is in an undisclosed role. I bet he's the starfish. I'm willing to bet he's the starfish. I bet he's the starfish. <laughs> yeah, he's most likely the starfish. Yeah, 100%. Right. So that is our... Hold on, I'm going to create a list real quick on my computer so I don't forget <laughs> who picked what. Because I forgot to do that last week, so I had to like, listen through the episode like three <laughs> times to catch everything. Oh, so you're the reason we hit ten people. No, 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 no. I only listened... I, I mean, I listened to it before I like published it, so the listens didn't count. Hold on, Ross. I know, it was just a joke. Five, okay, Ross, five, su- The Suicide Squad. There's a big difference between Suicide Squad and, and the, the Suicide Squad. I like how people are like, this is a second Suicide Squad. I'm like, no, it's, it's not. A compl- it's like, I mean, technically, I guess so, but it's more of a complete reboot. Yeah. Um, and yours was what again? Um, oh, Venom, Venom, Venom. Derby Carnage. Okay. Let's move on to your number four, Dylan. Number four? Uh, yes. Ironically, it's the same thing. It's, oh, suicide. It's suicide Squad. Okay, I you, okay. Just, I literally was just like, I, I want to see this movie real bad. Like, this might, like, even though I have HBO Max, I'll probably go see this in theaters. Uh, yeah, like, yes, just to, like, too. support it. Just have, like, fun with it and all that. Oh, absolutely. I will 100% be seeing this in theaters. Oh, 100%. To... This movie's, like, this movie's, like, an experience that you need to do. Oh, absolutely. Um, I'm going to see it in theaters and then definitely be there um, opening, not opening night, but I'll see it on HBO Max when it comes out. Oh, yeah. So, I'll, wh- well, like, I'll rewatch it if I, like, I don't want to go to theater. Mm-hmm. Um, so since um, The Suicide Squad, The Suicide Squad, fuck, I made, I made a typo. <laughs> It's just you typing multiple times over and over again. Damn. Like, I'm just interested in it because... I feel like, well, one, I feel like we need to talk about someone who's in there who needs to play. In my humble, solid opinion, he needs to play Mm -hmm. James Bond. Idris Elba. Idris, yes. Idris Elba, one, I like his character in this because, like, mm -hmm. well, one, it's Idris Elba. He oozes charisma just by being on the screen. And, like, just his idea of, like, him acting as a, like, pseudo-villain, anti-hero kind of guy. I'm like, I'm for this. I've only seen that once or twice. 
He's definitely taking the Will Smith role from the first one. Yeah, but I feel um, like instead of like the tired old Will Smith gimmicks, he's going to put his interest spin on it. Yes. Um, With that because, sexy British accent. Yes, and um, I unfortunately think the Idris Elba as James Bond ship has sailed. I know, he's a little too... Well, wait, no, I won't, he's not too old. It's just like... Roger Moore like, was like ancient playing him. Um, but at this yeah. point, I, th- I think they would want somebody a little younger. He'd be absolutely incredible. Um, I just say give him a movie. Just like a just singular movie. Yes, just give him one Bond movie because he'd be yeah. so good. He'd be great. And then it like mm-hmm. I like the theory behind Bond movies where it's just always just like um, it's 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 not his real name. James yes. Bond is not. Why would you tell everyone your real name? Bond. James, James Bond. Bond. Speaking of, who's your favorite Bond real quick before we move on? Oh, God, don't put me on the spot like that, man. Okay. I don't have one. Right now it's Craig just because I've yeah, seen Craig's more of his favorite. movies. Yeah, because, I mean, like, I've seen... Dude, I watched through all of them a couple years ago, and some of them are horrible. <laughs> like, oh yeah, no, they're they're pure dog shit. Yeah, a lot of them are dog shit. Um, yeah, I mean, and that's why Craig's like, the best one. Craig is the best one, just because he brought a character depth into it instead of like yep. the old like, oh, I'm a woman, I shine, like all that shit. And it's just like, nah, I have oh, severe I'm alcohol problems. I have severe alcohol problems, and yeah. it's problems with relationships. I'm like, yes. damn. Um, I also I actually think Timothy Dalton was pretty good, but either way, that's not the point that's of this episode. <laughs> Fourth, go now. Uh, my fourth. All right, another uh, another director we've talked about a good amount on this podcast, Guillermo del Toro's Nightmare Alley. I forgot he had a movie coming out this year. Yes, it's easy to forget about because no promotional materials come out. For I was so going to say nothing. Like, um, I don't know anything about that. But it's slated to come. It, according to um, Wikipedia, release mm-hmm. date right now is listed as December third, two thousand twenty-one, which will put it right in awards contention for next for like this upcoming awards season. Yeah. Um. The synopsis. Um. Just from this little blurb on Wikipedia. Mm-hmm. A corrupt con man teams up with a female psychiatrist to trick people into giving them money. That's interesting. Yes, um, it's based... It, it's a remake of a movie from the 40s. Oh, okay. Um, then it's uh, not interesting. It's a remake. God damn it, Del Toro. I thought you were better than this. Well, see, here's the thing. It's Guillermo Del Toro, so he's going to make it interesting, and he's going to put his own very unique spin on it. That's a fair and statement. I haven't even read you the cast yet, dude. Okay. Bradley Cooper, Kate Blanchett, Willem Dafoe, Tony Collette, Richard Jenkins, Ron Perlman, Rooney Mara, Tim Blake Nelson, Mary Steenburgen, and David Strathairn. You know the th- you know the thing where um, Christopher Nolan's just like I can't make a movie without Michael Caine. Yes, is that the same thing with De- Del Toro and Ron Perlman? I th- yeah, like Ron Perlman's been in most Del Toro movies. I think I, w- I wouldn't say most. Handful. I would say a good handful. Like he's because in the Hellboy ones, obviously, but like I feel like he does some like voiceover for something like that yeah he's in the hellboy movies he's in chronos mm-hmm. um, I, I'm, I'm not bracking on perlman he's a great actor and he oh no he's can, all, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And, his, and his twitter is fantastic whenever he goes after ted cruz but you know all right i mean who doesn't love to see people dunk on ted cruz it's it's low-hanging fruit at this point yeah ted cruz fucking sucks um shit i'm scrolling through to see if he's in another del toro and we've just lost one viewer who was very conservative (laughs) yeah (laughs) if you're conservative if you're conservative listening to the show what are you doing man (laughs) i I feel like we showed our anti-government plays by now he's in blade 2 he is he's the racist guy yeah he's the he's the wacky vampire no he's a racist who's he play in he he plays the bald guy right he plays the bald guy guy. guy is a racist yeah, yeah. Because he goes up the blade and he goes, "Do you blush?" And I'm like, "Whoa!" Yeah, he. Yeah. Um. Either way, Nightmare Alley. Um. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's great cast. Del yeah. Toro coming out and right in time for awards season, so that means people have high hopes for it. Um. Hey, man, I just want a good movie. I don't need no yeah, I know, trophy. I know. I'm not. I'm not saying I want the awards necessarily. Which I mean, it would be good for Del Toro to get more awards because he's Guillermo Del Toro and he deserves a lot of really nice things. But yeah. um. Releasing the arts. a studio releasing a movie in December is usually a good sign. Yeah. Um. So that's my number four on my list, and then after my number four, we're gonna get really into the territory where I was like, I've got three that are locked into my list, and I don't know what <laughs> order to put them into. Like I had my no- I had my so top. They're three. all secretly number ones, and you're just like, it's a three way tie. Yeah, it's a three way tie. I don't. Yeah. I didn't know which one to pick. So Nightmare Alley coming out in December. That's my number mm-hmm. four. All right, my number three is Top Gun Maverick. 
not not in my list, but it's in my honorable mentions. I really like this. Well, one, like, as much as, like, we can give Ted Cruz, not Ted Cruz, Jesus, Tom Cruise, shit. <laughs> Two very different people. Two very different very people. Very different people. Very different people. This podcast um, as, loves Tom, Cru- Tom Cruise. As much this as podcast. We- that being Hates said, Ted Cruz. I agree with the second part as much as, but I will talk shit about his religion any other day. Like, oh, t- Scientology, uh, Tom, yeah, 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 Tom Scientology is some fucked up shit. Oh, it's a cult. Um, yep. But like, no, it's just, um, no, it's just like because he's just like this perfect action star who's like that's legitimately mm. him in a jet with no co-pilot behind him, just going wee. R.I.P. Like, Goose. R.I.P. <laughs> too soon. Too soon. Too soon. Too soon. You know what's fucking weird, dude? Goose looks just like my brother-in-law. No, wait, yeah, oh my god. Yeah, he does. My god, the reincarnation process is true. (laughs) It works. Continue, continue. (laughs) No, it's just like, I'm really interested to see if, like, they'll either really fuck up this movie or they'll do it really fucking well. Like, there's, like, there's no gray area for this movie right now. Yeah, it's either gonna be great or it's it's gonna suck. It's great or it sucks, and I just Mm. really want, like, an in-depth character of Maverick at this point. Yeah. Who, like... You see a bit, like, let's be honest, Top the first Top Gun is just homoerotic everything, um, and then just, oh, like, yeah, yeah, and, but, like, uh, this one seems very interesting just because, like, I like characters, and, like, uh-huh. you get, like, the young generation who's always trying to prove himself, and then yeah, Maverick, yeah, that's, I can see Maverick what's... just, like, smoking or just, like, drinking a whiskey and be like, eh, they don't know what's up. Yeah, well, that's that's what's intriguing me about it, because in the original Top Gun, we see him transition from the young hotshot into a professional yeah, he's still he's still got that young cocky air to him, and seeing how he, seeing how he ages over what thirty five years, something like that, to be the elder statesman that he was pissing off as a younger person. Yeah, I liked. I'd like to see how the years have changed, Maverick. Mm-hmm. Um, because um, Miles Teller, I think, is playing Goose's son, and I think Glenn Powell's in, and Glenn Powell's awesome. I think so. You know, like random. Ah, I'll go off on it later. Okay. Um, so that's your, that was your three, right? Correct. It's your three. All right. I've got it written down. You want to hear my three? So this is the, okay. So when I was making this list, I was like, there are three movies that are locked in for number one, but you have to make do because you can't pick your favorite child, uh, but you can. Um, so at number three, I'm going with Edgar Wright's last night in Soho. Why is that so low for you? That's the thing. I couldn't pick. I could not pick. I just, I just, I just, ro- I, I just like so flipped the coin to see what was number three. Really? I just kind of picked randomly for number three. Last night in Soho comes in at three for me. But mm. once you hear numbers one and two, I, I know what you, one and two are. You know what one and two are. I know are. what one and two are. We'll get into them later, but last night in Soho, um, I think we've pr- established fairly well on this podcast how much i love edgar wright oh i do too he's fantastic visually he He knows how to write a story real well he knows how to write characters he knows how to write memorable characters i still Mm -hmm. remember john barenthal's character from baby more than any other character yeah why he's only in that movie for 10 minutes yeah he's in the first 10 minutes and then he pops up like one time i think later in the movie but then he he doesn't he's gone throughout the entire film damn yeah he's so memorable and it's partially because john barenthal's a great actor but either way um, this is Wright's sixth movie, I think. Yeah, it's his sixth movie because he's got the Cornetto trilogy, mm-hmm. um, Scott Paul. Pilgrim, and Baby Driver. Wait, who am I? Who am I thinking that did Paul? Oh wait, no, I'm thinking about it was still else. Simon. Pe- that was Simon Pegg and Nick Frost, but not yeah. directed by Edgar Wright. Yeah, um, that's one thing. My bad. Yes, yeah, so let me pull up. There's a little synopsis here for you. Scott Pilgrim vs. the World is one of the best movies ever yes. made. No one can tell me otherwise. Yes, Edgar Wright's got three movies in my top 20 of all time. <laughs> um, so this mo- the um, synopsis for this movie, a young woman passionate in fashion design is mysteriously able to enter the 1960s where she encounters her idol, a dazzling wannabe singer. However, 1960s London is not what it appears, and time seems to fall apart with shady consequences. Ba-ba-ba-bam! It's a Giallo movie. It's yeah. going to be so good. I agree. I'm so excited for this movie. I'm- I'm a little interested to see what character Matt Smith plays because I only really yeah. know him from like the doctor and mm. like all that. You remember when Matt Smith was like scheduled to be in the Star Wars movies and no one and, heard anything from him? Yeah, I'm like, he did was, they cut your character? No, they did. He was like I think he like shot scenes and they just cut him completely. I think That's he was supposed move. to be an Imperial officer. That's a in, dick move. That was in Rise of Skywalker, I think. I think Yeah, it was, it was Rise of Skywalker. Because I originally thought he was gonna end up voicing Babu Frick. <laughs> 
which I thought would have been hilarious. You know what I would have wanted? I would have him to be like young Palpatine. Like, you know, mm-hmm. like they pull an Ultron where it's yeah. like you see old Palpatine where right the there. Clone but then he just goes, as a game's power. Well, no, not de-ages. Like, he just cuts down old Palpatine, mm-hmm. and he just holds, like, Palpatine's lightsaber, and just uh-huh. goes, I'm the better one now. Yes. All right. Um, opening in October of 2020. October's going to be a busy month. Yeah. Um, because it's got, you know, Last Night in Soho, Jackass 4, the new Clint Eastwood movie, and... Um, Clint Eastwood uh, has a movie? Yeah, Clint Eastwood's got a movie coming out this year. It's got the new oh, Wes no, Anderson yeah. movie. Um, it's called, I think it's like Macho Man, something like that. Sounds something like Clint Eastwood to make. Cry Macho, I think. I th- Cry I, Macho. I yeah, like it. I, I like the title. I can't remember it off the top of my head, but I know it's a Clint Eastwood movie, so yeah. who knows how good it's going to be because he's really hit or miss. Yeah. Um, but Last Night in Soho, starring Thomason McKenzie from um, Jojo Rabbit, um, Anya Taylor-Joy from The Witch, who she's awesome in whatever she's in. Yeah. Um, Matt Smith, Diana Rigg, um, Rita Tushingham. I'm not sure who that is. She looks familiar. I'm, I know I've seen her somewhere. Probably. Um, and You've seen Terrence enough Stamp. movies. Yeah, I, I've seen enough movies. I've probably seen every actor. <laughs> and Terrence Stamp rounds out the cast. Um, psychological thriller, giallo, creepy vibes. Edgar yeah. Wright usually sticks to comedy. Um, it's good to see him branch out. Exactly. Cause, because we I see mean, him branch out with like a more action-filled baby driver. Yeah, like For him to makes, come out with a horror movie. Because mm-hmm. with um, Shaun of the Dead, he made a horror comedy. Mm-hmm. Hot Fuzz was an action comedy. Um, the World's End is sci-fi comedy. Yeah. And then Scott Pilgrim is just Pure, perfection. Like, it's just every genre. It, yeah, it's Scott Pilgrim, it's got musical aspects, it's got comedy, most, and then action. So those are the three big ones. And then with um, Baby Driver, that's just a straight-up action movie. Yeah. It's, um, it's a musical. Let's be honest. It's a musical. Yes. So I love how Edgar Wright does not constrain himself to a single genre. I love the diversity in the types of films he makes. And just to see him make a fucking horror, like straight up horror film, I'm so excited. I feel like when it comes to movies, especially art as a whole, you need to not limit yourself to one genre. You can have that genre in the back corner, just like, I'm going to mm-hmm. make an action film rubric, bye! But like, yeah. then you come back and be like, I want to test myself. Yeah, like, and I this is what it is. I love seeing filmmakers branch out and explore yeah. new explore new aspects of filmmaking. Yeah. Um, so yeah, last night in Soho is my third. Nice. So I think we're on to your number two, Dylan. It is my number two, and we you missed something in the October releases, Ross. You missed something that has been pushed back for many a year because of COVID. I know exactly what you're talking about. It's it's in my top two too. Is it? Is <laughs> it, it is. really? Son of a bitch! No time to die, James Bond. Oh, fuck no. I was thinking something else. (laughs) Keep that. Keep that. No, like, like, so for me, like, everything's gone well for the Craig saying. Spectre was very above, below average. Yeah, Spectre Um, was just kind of meh. Well, because they tried to tie in, like, this old, just kind of, like, um, like, motif of just, like, you remember this villain? That's who Christoph Waltz is. I'm like, no, make your own. Shut up. It was me, James. The author of all your pain. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like I'm like no offense he could be a great villain but like I don't see him as threatening. See, okay. In Glorious Bastards, he is horrifying. Yeah, but that's different like when it comes to an action movie, you need like mm. and that's what I feel like if Batista was more around in that movie, yeah, it would have like, like, balanced Christoph, out the dichotomy a lot. Christoph Waltz works really works really really well um just as a this quiet, reserved villain. Yeah. Um, which, for a series like Bond, which is very over the top, it, it, it does it only, not lend itself as well. No. Because when you have guys like fucking Dave Batista, yeah. it's like, okay, okay, he's scary. He's scary. Like, the Bond villains are supposed to be these giant, cartoony, scary people, and yeah. he plays it too serious and not over the top enough yeah. in Spectre. Um, and Skyfall's like that was great. The tone. Oh, Skyfall's a masterpiece. Skyfall's the best Bond movie by far. Like, it's not even close. Yeah, Casino Royale's right there too. I like Casino Royale. I like as like I said, I've I've at least liked all of Craig's Bond movies, and it's mm-hmm. gonna be bittersweet to see him leave after No Time to Die. I feel like after this movie, when he leaves, please leave for the love of God. You've done it too much. Oh I no, he's you. done. He's confirmed. He's done. I, I love you, Craig. That was the same thing for Skyfall, man. I don't believe shit. <laughs> you throw enough money at someone, they're done. They're good. Yeah, they can come true. back. No, no, he's busy filming Knives Out too. He's busy filming uh, I'm so that. Too. I'm so for that. Um, but no, it's just like I feel like at that point when you have this uh, James Bond, you have like 
purely young, like, James Bond, like, recruit and everything, still charismatic, mm-hmm. but, like, again, go back to the idea that his name is a code name. Please, mm-hmm. I want that. But, no, I'm very excited because Rami Malek's in this, the girl from, uh, uh, blah, 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 Skyfall, not Skyfall, uh, uh, Spectre is in it. Leah Sidney. Um, thank you. I forgot and, her name. Uh, and Ana de Armas is in it as well. He is. Um, and, mm. um. She. Shit, sorry, I thought I was thinking of, I was thinking of Ray Fiennes in that moment, and I just went, eh. Um, I like Ray Fiennes, he's a good actor. Yeah, but no, everything about this movie seems to be like a good send-off note. It has mm. that stereotypical kind of vibe, in the trailers yes. at least. But I feel like that's where they're going to lead us into something. And mm-hmm. then, yeah. I'm very excited for that, um, the counter-agent woman. Like, she's going to be there. And like, she's like, new Bond. I'm oh, like, yeah, yes. yeah, if we're making uh, wo- If we're making Bond a woman now, I'm for it. Yes, I can picture her face perfectly, but I am completely blanking on um, the actress. The actress' name I cannot think of her name, but I know exactly who you're talking about. Yeah. All right. You know, Your turn. Two? All right. Another one that comes out in less than a month. I am literally taking a day off of work to go see it in a theater. <laughs> <laughs> I have been waiting for this movie for so fucking long. The Green Knight. Hey, yeah, so that movie's really interesting. And, like, yes. it, it's my honorable mention, honestly. If it's I had a six, honorable it, If I had a six-pick, a bit of that. Uh-huh. But, like, I don't know. I have a weird feeling with A24 movies because uh-huh. something I wanted to tear apart in the previous episode was The Lobster because I hate that movie, The Passion of Every God Ever Created. I um, like The Lobster. It fucking sucks. Don't no, talk to fine. me. It's good. No, it's it, good. Fucking it's it, good. Fucking it fucking sucks. 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 How long are we going to keep doing this? We're going to go until the end of this recording. <laughs> it's a terrible movie. I will hear no more on the subject until a later um, episode. Um, anyways. <laughs> So for, for The Green Knight, it is a retelling of the classic Arthurian tale of Sir Gawain and The Green Knight. Yeah. Um, which is one of the great works of fantasy. It's it, it, it's in all reality probably one of the very ori- like the original works of fantasy literature that really influenced um fantasy, you know, as we know it. And it's also spooky. There, it has that suspense on that. I don't think it's going yes. full horror. I think it's going suspense. It's, it's not going to go full horror, but it's going to have those spookier elements just because the design of the Green Knight's incredible. Oh, um, yeah. I'm so, and, like, in, like, everything about him, and I'm just like... Also, Dev Patel, humming, 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 humming. I, I love Dev Patel, and him playing Gawain is perfect casting. Oh, it's great. And he I is, can't wait for the back. I was like, he's not supposed to be black. And I'm like, oh, shut up. He, he, he's, yeah, anybody that's complaining about Dev Patel's casting... Can needs fuck to off because, shut up because he's a fantastic actor. It's, he's one. He's an incredible actor. Mm-hmm. Two. His he is the per- right age for the role. He yeah. he has the perfect amount of charisma and gravitas for this role. And two. It's a fucking fantasy story. Who gives a shit? Who gives a shit if an the white people in the corner do? Yeah, the racist white people can fuck off though. Exactly. Um. Oh, let me pull up the Wikipedia page so I can read you the cast real quick. Because again, outside of Dev Patel, great cast. Um, yeah, we have Dev Patel as Sir Gawain. We have Alicia Vikander, Joel Edgerton, Sean Harris, who is the one, that one bad guy with like the wispy voice from the Mission Impossible oh, movies. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah him, him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kate Dickey is Queen Guinevere. Um, you may hmm. know her better as Lysa Aaron from Game of Thrones. Oh my God! Yes. <laughs> and you want to talk about perfect casting? Ralph Ineson as the Green Knight. Really? Yes. Remember, you've seen The Witch, right? Yeah, I've seen The Witch. Yeah, he's the he's the dad in The Witch. Yeah, that and I'm just like, oh my god, voice. Here's the thing: like, I don't look or watch trailers anymore because one, mm. they're too long. They tell me too much, and I'd rather go in blind. Mm. Um, because it's just it's a it's it wrecks the entire movie. You need a minute a to a minute times, and a half. Yeah, a you lot need of a times minute to a minute and a half, and you don't need to tell the entire plot in one go. You do not. You just need to get the hype going, and that's it. Mm. Um, but I would, I strongly recommend watching the Green Knight trailer, like the newest one. It mm-hmm. is very good at building suspense. Like it makes mm-hmm. you wonder like, okay, what's going to fucking happen in this movie? Because it gives you I'd rather you go enough... in blind. I'd rather go in blind. See, see I, I, with this one, I, I, I know enough. I've read the Green Knight. I know like how the story goes. So, you know, watching the trailer is not going to ruin anything for me because I already know the gist of the story. Um, my thing is I don't know anything. Ah, yes. Um, but it it makes you want fucking more. Um, the the production design, the costumes, 
everything about this movie just looks it looks like the next great fantasy epic it that's really what it feels like what day does this come out um like a specific day comes out on july 30th oh and what day is that is that i need i need i need i need i need a day oh that's a friday yeah it's a friday it's let's see one two what time are you going to see it it's just under three weeks i'm going to see it on august 9th that was the day i could get off work oh okay and August 9th is something that I'm looking at my calendar right now. It's on my You want to go? You want to go? Can yeah, I dude, join? Fucking, we Can got, I we're going to go see Green Knight together. Woo! All right. All right. Fuck yeah, dude. All right. All right. Number Dylan. one, it's Hold your on, number before, one, nope. too. Yeah, we, we know. I th- we both know what our number ones are. So yeah. before we get it, go to number one. <laughs> um, do you want to do some honorable mentions? Yeah, sure. I'll throw an honorable mention there. Uh, so one honorable mention I had was the Reminiscence movie. It's the next Hugh Jackman oh, movie where yeah, like you go through the memories yeah, and like the girl from yeah. uh, Mission Impossible's in there from the past uh-huh. two Mission Impossible's. Um, that looks very interesting. Um, I'm very much like looking forward to like if this is going to be a good concept or not or like if the plot mm. like if the script holds up i know the character is going to be great like because they're being acted by who they are but like yes. the like the script needs to hold up um uh but what is it the uh can i do a dishonorable mention like a movie you have no interest in seeing like yeah whatsoever? yeah, yeah go for it. Go for it. i really do not want to see the wrong tab i opened up right now because i just pulled it up <laughs> Thinking that, like, you know, I could just pull this up immediately, and I'm a liar. Ross, come back to me. I lost the tab. All right. What's So what's the, what, what's your dishonorable mention? No, come back to me on that. Come back to me. Okay. Um. So my honorable mentions, um, two of them are movies that you have put in your top five. Top Gun Maverick, um, mm-hmm. No Time to Die. Um, and then a third one, um, it just opened up at Cannes Film Festival. It's called Annette. It's a musical starring... Um, Adam Driver and Adam Driver's in a musical. Yeah, Adam Driver and Marion Cotillard. I'm for this. Um, looks incredible. They just debuted a Can, which I'm really sad that I cannot go to Can and see it because Can is a very exclusive film festival. Yeah. So Dylan. So here's what we do. I'm starting Heist a movement. Movie. Heist nope. movie. We break in. Nope, nope. I'm starting a movement. Starting uh-huh. right here, uh-huh. right now. Hashtag. If you want to come too, we'll make it hashtag get P- BPP to can 2022. <laughs> We're starting it now. Spread I'm this to it. your friends. Hashtag get BPP to can 2022. Oh, God. We're climbing our Everest now, aren't We're, we? This is our Everest, buddy. This is our fucking Everest. We're going to can next year. I can feel it. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> remember when i told you i had a long term i had a long term like a long form bit i was working yeah. on this is it this We're is a long form bit yes this is gonna be a long form bit dude where I we try need and to get... open up our intros with this now it's like good evening <laughs> or like something like that yes <laughs> we um, need so to open yes. up like that that is the that's partially the, that's one of the reasons i brought in that up like i really want to see in that but that's yeah. most of the reason is so i could introduce get bpp to can 2022 <laughs> <laughs> um so, uh, do you have I, can, I, mention? can I do three dissolvable messages? No, just, just let's limit. Let's limit it to one. Let's oh, you're not having. One. You're not letting me have fun today. Is it going to be? Because I think you were just going to say all the Marvel movies coming out this fall. Incorrect, Ooh. sir. I don't care. So they don't make the list. Mm. Um, I really want to beat with a stick and a hammer and a sword to the death of uh, the next Transylvania movie, for the love of God. Can, Transylvania? Can that die? Can oh, that die God, yeah. ever? You've lost Adam Sandler. Let it die. Wait, he's not doing it anymore? No, he's not doing it anymore. Oh, Let him die. Oh, yeah. Let it okay, die. Well, now, well, now I'm curious, because I want to hear what no. you're going to do. No. No. You can oh, wait. Hang oh, wait. In, like... I, well, wait. I can do my three? My other two? Yeah, just uh, no, like, big explanations. Just what are your other two big uh, The other one ideas? that I really want to beat within a half inch of its life is the next one, Wes Anderson movie, because I'm kind of tired of Wes Anderson. Oh. That was that was close to being an honorable mention for me. I'm excited for that one. And then um, uh, I'm kind of sick of Kingsman because the second one was dog shit. And, oh, the uh, second one was not very good. Yeah, the second one was high on its own supply with no mm. damn reason. And then you killed. They killed off all the interesting characters in the first five fucking. I was minutes. like, here's what you do: you leave the woman alive. You leave. You don't bring back. We'll talk about this movie later because I, we'll talk about that movie later. That's a future yeah, we'll episode about, of us just beating it with a stick. That's, 
that's a that's a discussion for another day about how much yes. we love the original Kingsman and how much the second one disappoints us. Mm-hmm. Right, um, so Dylan, so give me your number one. The third, the third dishonorable. You oh, want, I thought you those want... were your three. Sorry. No, 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 no. Wait, did I? Say, I said one. I said, you said Hotel Transylvania. Um, you, that French was the Dispatch, first one. And Kingsman. Wait, did I? What yeah, was the second said, one? The French Dispatch, the new Wes Anderson movie. Oh, okay. Um, actually, can I take that one back and say I'm looking at a list right now and it said there's a third Sherlock Holmes movie and it's um, but with like Robert Downey Jr. and Jude Law. And yeah, all that. without Guy, and, Guy uh, Ritchie's not directing. Yeah, yeah, no, no, you cannot make that movie without Guy Ritchie because his style is fantastic. He knows how to film intelligence. He knows how to film it all. And like, I, no, I like still that movie's gonna think, that movie's gonna I fucking suck. I don't even know if that movie's confirmed. It's yet, probably not going to confirm, but I looked at a yes. list and it was just like, uh-huh. may it's... possibly be happening. I'm like, please do not. Mm-hmm. All right. So Dylan, um, we can, we can both agree We like three, two, one. Let's say what it is. All right. Three, three, two, two, one. one. Dune. Dune. <laughs> Dune. Dune. Like you're the book nerd behind it. I have not fucked with any of this book nerd stuff. I... Oh, wait, homie. We forgot your honorable mention. Oh my, honorable, oh, my honorable mentions. Um, Top Gun Maverick, No mm-hmm. Time to Die, mm-hmm. and, and Annette. Yeah, I went, I went through those already. I don't... I have short-term memory. I apologize. Dude, um, this, is, this is earlier than you're usually up, dude. That's fine. We're good. <laughs> the joke is I'm up at 7.15 a lot. <laughs> um, beside the point. All right, back um, to Dune. Back, back to, Dune. to Dune. Yes. <laughs> back to Dune. Oh, my God. This movie, like, you oh. were kind of, like, hyping it up. Like, you and Caleb in our group chat were just like... <laughs> about it and i'm like oh yeah whatever here's a trailer i'm like yeah yeah Ooh, i watched it, it in a bank looks... i watched it in a bank while i was standing in line dude and i'm like yes so adapted from frank herbert's classic sci-fi novel the, mm-hmm. the, the novel that did for sci-fi what lord of the rings did for fantasy um directed by my best friend denis Villeneuve. <laughs> Um, he makes he makes fantastic films, man. Oh my god! I mean, if you have not seen a Denis Villeneuve movie, what are you doing? Go watch them. You Arrival, watch Arrival, first. Arrival's his best one. But um, Blade Runner twenty forty nine, Prisoners, Sicario, Enemy. I didn't um, realize, dude. It was so sad when like Sicario was like two. I'm like yes, and it, I didn't see his credit. I'm like fuck. <laughs> they're making a Sicario second you know that the meme of the the guy that's like smiling and then there's the second caption and he's yeah. like oh yeah that that's yeah, me that's in like, that moment there's a second go. Sicario yay but Denis Villeneuve is not directing oh exactly like it loses the tone and the gravity behind it because yeah. you know his voice he's was like such, in the editing room just being like he's such a good hey. director yeah he's, he's great he's one of the probably five best directors working today Hundred um, percent, and the, he's the only guy I would trust to do Dune. Dune. Yeah, 100%. and he has, he's said that Arrival and Blade Runner twenty forty nine mm-hmm. were his practice runs at sci fi because he wanted to do Dune yeah. so bad. And I feel uh, like he's gonna do great because and it's two parter. It's a two parter. So the book is split up into like three subsections. Yeah. Um. So and Dune will be split into two movies. Um, I think I know where this one's going to cut off because mm-hmm. there's a very clear and distinct point in the book where there's like a time jump. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, dude, fucking Denis Villeneuve directing Dune is absolutely perfect. And do you want me to go through this cast? Sure, go because ahead. This It'll is take you gonna... five hours. <laughs> so we have Timothy Chalamet. We have Rebecca Ferguson. Oscar Isaac. Josh Brolin. Stellan Skarsgård. Dave Bautista. Zendaya. Um, David Dasmalkian. Awesome. Charlotte Rampling, Jason Momoa, Javier Bardem. Like, the single, one of the best casts and one of the most perfectly cast movies ever. Because I'm looking at, like, the names, like, the character names beside all the actors. And I'm like, that's perfect. Like, you could not find a better Paul Atreides, like, right now than Timothy Chalamet. You could not find a better... Where um, is this man like coming from? Like this, the Timothy Chalamet that's just like I know he's been around for a minute. I know mm-hmm. he's been there, but like for the past like two or three years, he's been, been like Chalamet. every movie, every main hit. Like he was in that Netflix movie, The King. Um, oh yeah, he was, he was in there. Yeah, he yeah, was. he was. He was playing Henry the Fifth, which good for him. Um, good for him. <laughs> that movie wasn't him. that great, but yeah, good for him. Like it was fine. That movie was fine. Um, he was not the main draw in that movie. The main draw was Robert Pattinson's ridiculous French accent, which I Please. loved so much. <laughs> oh, oh, English wait, big a- dogs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey man, he's trying everything and I respect him for it. I love, no, I love Robert Pattinson. He's awesome. He'll be great as Batman. 
Oh, he's gonna be awesome. He's that's gonna that would if we were to do like a most anticipated twenty twenty two, that would oh, be that's number one. Me. That's number one for me. Because right. one, we'll talk about that later. Um Dave Batista as the beast yeah. is such Okay, a- so you're gonna say that and I don't know what that means. Oh no, yeah, I'm just saying if you if you had read the books and you read like um what the Rabin Harkonnen was doing, like if you read like how um Rabin Harkonnen like acted and spoke your mind would immediately picture Dave Bautista. Oh, 100%. He is the perfect casting choice for that. And, dude, I, I just cannot stress enough how excited I am for that movie. I, um, hold on. Pause. Mm. I need to go get a bottle for Maddie real fast. Yeah. So, uh, keep everything recording. We're just, All I'll right. just cut this huge bit out, okay? All right, All I'm right. back. Duty called. So, where were we? Uh, gushing over Dune, Bautista being the beast, um... Something else. Yeah, I, I mean, know. we're pretty close to the end of the episode, I think. Like, yeah. we've already no, talked this about this movie seems, like, very fantastic. Like, I like sci-fi. I didn't know yes. it was a two-parter, so I'm not going to expect a fully-fledged story, kind uh-huh. of. Um, but I didn't. I don't know a lot going into this movie. It looks pretty dope. Um, I love Timothy if, Chalamet because he's humana, humana, humana. Um, <laughs> like, he's a great you, actor, and he's very cute, and I like if, it. If um, you would like to um, read, I can lend you my copy of Dune. And then I won't return it for like three and, and years. Yes, and you can borrow my copy of Dune and then not return it for a fucking year. Like your dice. They're like my dice. Like my dice. Like my copy of Birdman. You got anything else? No. Exactly. No. Um, so yeah, Dune is our uh, number one movie from the year. Yeah. Or for the rest it, of the year, I should say. Yeah. And, it, it and we're really, going to go see was, that movie together too. Yeah, we're going to go see the fucking IMAX downtown, dude. That's Damn right. incredible. Damn right. Although, you know what sucks? Like, I took a week off from work mm-hmm. um, that in October, and I was like, okay, we're going to go see Dune one of those days in October. And then they fucking moved. <laughs> they fucking moved Dune back a week. <laughs> and I'm like, no! No! <laughs> um, oh, my God. That's hilarious. I know. I, was so, I, was, I saw they moved it back, and I was like, I, damn it. <laughs> damn it, damn it, damn it. I planned this. This, For I had, a reason. I had this perfectly planned out. Emily, Emily's on fall break. Dune comes out. Everything had lined up perfectly. <laughs> oh, my God. Dune comes out on the same day as um, the French Dispatch. It comes out on the same day as the Clint Eastwood movie and Jackass 4. I really just wanted those all to be movies that starred Timothy Chalamet, just so it could be like Timothy Chalamet versus Timothy Chalamet versus Timothy Chalamet. Well, it will be Timothy Chalamet, yeah, because he's in the Wes Anderson movie, so it's yeah. going to be a Chalamet. It's going to be a Chalamet weekend. You can do a double feature. I love that idea, though. If it's just like a Chalamet weekend, he just fights himself mm-hmm. for like he's not going to lose no matter what. Uh-huh. You're, also, you're gonna have the stuck-up artsy people go see the Wes Anderson movie. You're gonna have dude. The, I'm, I'm excited the for the Wes Anderson movie. I don't know. I'm pretty okay with him right now. Hmm. Um. So, also, Dune um is gonna be deep. De- de- Dune will be debuting at um Venice Film Festival. Yeah, I knew and that. Apparently, Warner Brothers is turning it into their big awards movie push. Oh the no, the they're year. not gonna get that. They're not gonna get that. See, if it's a two-parter, I doubt they're gonna get like a best. Well, no, it's for not it. even that because think of the last sci-fi movie that won. That one best picture? Yeah, sci-fi. I don't. Fuck, let's pull up the best picture list. Yeah, they're doomed. They're doomed. They ain't gonna do crap, man. They ain't gonna win. They ain't gonna do shit. Who cares? It's gonna be incredible. Let's search on Letterboxd, because I know someone's got a list. Yeah. Best picture. Academy Award winners for best picture. What? No, come back. Start start loading again. Baby, come back. You can blame it all on me. I don't. So far, I'm into the 70s, and a sci-fi movie has not won Best Picture. Uh, Okay, we've got a Western with Unforgiven. And we've got a fantasy movie with um, Return of the King. Yeah, I'm looking at some stuff right now, too. Unless unless you're willing to count Shape of Water as a sci-fi movie, which I am definitely not. It is a fantasy romance. Also, I want to talk to you about something. Oh, yes. When you look up Django Unchained in the internet, it's not a Western. It's a period piece. 
Westerns are fucking period pieces. They're no, just period pieces not, in the I old West. I want to talk to you about that because, no, my girlfriend brought it up because I talked to her about how much mm-hmm. I enjoyed that episode and all that. And she's like, yeah. Django's Unchained is not a Western piece. I'm like, you've given me ammo to use against Ross. Give me more. Give me more. Django Unchained is a spaghetti Western. I, I vibe with that. I vibe with that horribly. And also, I am of the opinion that all Old West movies are period pieces. The period is just Old West, so they're Westerns. Yeah. Um... So yeah, that's our top five. So just to recap our top fives real quick. Yeah. Um, in fifth place, you had Venom, Let There Be Carnage, and I had The Suicide Squad. Yeah. In fourth place, you had The Suicide Squad, and I had Nightmare Alley. In third place, you had Top Gun Maverick, and I had mm-hmm. Last Night in Soho. Yeah. In second place, you had No Time to Die, and I had The Green Knight. And we both agree on number one. Um, so I guess that's really it for this episode, Dylan. Um, maybe we we might have Caleb back next week. Maybe way, it's my episode. I'm taking over again. Yeah, even if even if Caleb's back, you get your second episode. I get my second episode. Damn it, I want and, my time. I signed Caleb, the contract, I wanted my time, and I need my time. It'll be an ep- it'll be an episode like this where we just yell at each other for an hour, and Caleb is just along for the ride. <laughs> yes, Caleb's just over there sitting in the corner drinking his tea, the world's on fire. This is fine. Mm-hmm. This is fine. Um, so, before we go, you can follow us on Twitter, at Binge Picture. You can like us on Facebook. You can subscribe, rate, and review to our show on... Um, Apple Podcasts, and you could subscribe on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Um, got anything else? Uh, yes. Please listen to Completely Useless Talking, a.k.a. Cut, my podcast. We don't really have a format. We just talk about whatever the hell we want. Mm-hmm. And I don't have another podcast to plug. But... Um, I will plug this podcast. I will plug... The Unexpectables. It's a great D&D podcast run by YouTube, run by some voice actors, little known voice actors and some YouTubers. It's a great it's a great one. All right. Um what I will say though is BPP Army, get out there and tweet. Tweet at all your favorite all actors. All 10 of you. Yes, all 10 of you. Oh dude, we had um I was looking and we had a listen in Iceland and we've had a couple downloads in Belgium. So well, Welcome to the international market. Yes. Shout out to Iceland and Belgium. We love you. Um, so, um, tweet at your actor, favorite actors, tweet at your favorite directors, tweet at Cannes Film Festival, hashtag get BPP to Cannes 2022. That is Cannes spelled C-A-N-N-E-S because it's French. Yeah. Hashtag get BPP to Cannes 2022. I am Ross Van Benick. I'm Dylan Bateson. And this has been the Binge Picture Podcast. We will see you next week. Next week.